Welcome back, one and all, to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. As always, I am the master of festivities, Dan Ryan, mm. joined as always by my co-host... Hello, Cheshire. It's me, Jonathan <laughs> Kwiatkowski. <laughs> Here we are again, Dan. We are, yeah. Back on this grand line. <laughs> back on the grand line, under this summer heat. Mm. Uh, you know, people, uh, lots of parties going on. Yep. So it's only natural that the Pirate Festival... Would be uh would be hosted here. Oh wow! Uh, not to be confused with Pirates World from uh Santa meets the Ice Cream Bunny. Oh, of course, yes. Uh, but it's very similar in practice. Mm. It, it has a similar setup. Um, so uh, as always, do we have any anime life or video game news oh, to discuss before we get started? We've got a few things to discuss, Dan. Okay. And I have them written down. Let's start with this old Nintendo uh, charmer. Nintendo buys Dynamo uh-huh. and starts their own animation studio now. That's what happened? Yeah. Yeah, the people that brought us the uh, Final Fantasy Kingsglaive, uh, Death Stranding cutscenes, Near Replicant, uh, the other M cutscenes, which, you know, are cinema yeah, at its peak, yeah. and the Pikmin shorts has now been purchased by Nintendo. So that tentatively means that we will be getting feature-length animated Nintendo-adjacent property films in the future. Yeah, or at least more tie-in shorts. That yeah. would be cool. Yeah. I did not know that. We could see what F-Zero is up to. <laughs> Well, we're not going to see what F-Zero is oh. up, but other ones, yeah, that mm-hmm. would be that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, especially if they're rolling out, like, Zelda stuff and everything for mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild 2. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, I know what the answer is going to be, but what do you think Nintendo would be the, uh, you know, your favorite animated Nintendo property to bring to the big screen? Um. I know what you're going to say, but. <laughs> well, I don't think. Donkey Kong to the extent that it would be yes. like, it, but it would have to be like a like a not serious like he, he's in a confrontation like I don't know we've <laughs> joked about it we've mm-hmm. japed about it but I think that Donkey Kong would be one of the few ones that would lend himself to like one of those stupid he comes into the real world and meets a celebrity yes. movies. And then, like, him and the celebrity have to, like... It's gonna be Jonah Hill who voices him, or whoever. Seth, Seth Rogen, sorry. Yeah. yeah, or Jonah Hill or Seth Rogen will be the one on the in the real world who's, like, a down-on-his-luck... Yeah. ...something stupid comic book artist who... And he gets his mind in yeah. that ape, and at the end they come to terms with one another. And then King K. Rool comes through, and, yeah. or that's King K. Rool's origin story, mm. etc. Um, but as, in terms of a straight adaptation i mean if done correctly metroid could be pretty cool i would say metroid and i would say zelda is a property that would get people into the the cinema show yes once more i think metroid because it has its basis in a alien franchise yeah you know it would work but but don't give us other m (laughs) the movie (laughs) yeah we'll get someone to can like who can like embody the like hr geiger like Mm -hmm. art style Mm -hmm. and like let them go nuts in terms of like Samus in a standalone adventure. Yes. That could be pretty cool. I know it was being tossed around in Hollywood for a while, and the the person who played uh, Gwendolyn on Game of Thrones, uh, Brie, mm-hmm. Brienne of Tarth, was cast around as, like, a Samus possibility. She would be, she would be yeah, perfect. A tall, big woman. Yes. <laughs> Strong. Yeah. I, I mean, beyond that, I don't know... I don't know. Kirby? <laughs> Get into Eldritch Horror with Kirby? Well, any of them could be possible. You would just have to do it correctly. Like, you can't have Kirby show up and then talk voiced yes. by Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. It has to be, like, an actual... Poyo Poyo. Yeah. Uh, and th- I don't know if they like doing that. Mm. 
um, because Donkey Kong could you could talk he could talk <laughs> presumably he would yeah that would that would be half of it just mm-hmm. like uh you know mm-hmm. some a joke about the banana splits mm-hmm. joke about King Kong yep big monkey funny if they want to be five years late a Harambe joke but yeah, I, oh. I don't put it past them mm, they might uh, you know it, it it's yeah there's a lot a lot of possibilities yeah. but again I'm not. I'm not voting for that. Yeah. My ideal thing would be mm-hmm. just a Donkey Kong on Donkey Kong Island with his friends from 64, mm-hmm. and they're fighting K. Rule. He's got to save his friends and fight K. Rule, and then Cranky Kong teaches him a lesson in the process, but <laughs> yes. that's never what they would fucking do. So, <laughs> Part of me, I mean, my choice for you, I knew you were going to say Donkey Kong, but part of me is surprised you didn't bring up Star Fox. That seems right up your alley for an animated feature with animals in space. Well, I haven't played Star Fox oh, too much, hmm. but yeah, if they embodied like that puppet look, maybe yeah, that could be fun. That would be cool. He yeah. would be the easiest. He would probably be the easiest. But again, I feel like there's a lot of venues you could sell merchandise with them. Yeah, like they're cute, lovable animal characters, but they're also gritty, and we have the Italian Falcon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I I think that would be that would probably be a re- really easy sell to kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and they could finally spark that brand again a little after zero well, so no, they tried it with starlink if i remember and i think that game was actually pretty successful it just didn't sell well it's yeah. like that that toy to life where your yeah, controller he, was the spaceship he cameoed in yeah. that so mm-hmm. yeah i again there's there's all these possibilities yeah but I, i'd be interested in a chibi robo and then a certain girl that we're going to talk about in a few moments getting a big screen adaptation but i think that would be a little too risque for the children though Okay. But, mm, oh, we'll get there. Mm. So that was my first thing on the docket. Do you have anything to share? Um, my the only things that I had, to, I I'll, I'll save mine for last. Oh okay. no, no, no. Okay. Um, because I've finally decided on our next mm. uh, what I will be showcasing for our twenty-six episode thing okay. for the rest of the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided on that firmly. Um, so I can discuss the other one that I've been watching recently, uh, which is Bastard. Uh, oh, heavy heard. metal dark fantasy. Yes, I've heard of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it is not the first time that that manga received an adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it received one, I think, in the late 80s or 90s. And um, it recently, just this past year, I think it came out like a month ago, got a Netflix reboot. Um, animation is gorgeous. Uh, a lot of tropes that people associate with fantasy anime, like mm-hmm. in the modern day, like how things work, like how um, certain like tropes are played out, mm-hmm. came from Bastard oh, in its in its original form. Yeah. Like it's uh, like you'll sit down, you'll watch it, and you're like, okay, this is giving me like Inuyasha vibes. Okay. This is giving me. Like, a lot of those modern, like... It's really that prolific? Because this is the first time I've ever heard of this series was the Netflix reboot, but... I don't know how... I'm old, so I don't know. I, like, I don't know how popular it, it rose to, but it was definitely one of the earliest ones to do a lot of those tropes. Okay. Like, I, I think that, you know, like, a lot of those ones that do, like, mages in, like, RPG settings mm-hmm. get a lot of tropes from it. Um, okay. I don't want to be blasphemous and say that it did anything before or Inuyasha, or but... whatever. Yeah, no, no, oh, not... it's not like that kind of no, fantasy. Like, yeah, it's it's like, uh, you know, there's a main heroine, mm-hmm. and she has some form of control over crazy-ass Dirk Wizard, and okay. he 
it's kind of like that. It's set in like a post-apocalypse um, that has kind of reverted into a medieval kingdom, mm. but it is uh, like there's still plenty of like modern-ish stuff left, like clothing and mm-hmm. like uh, you know aesthetic stuff. Okay. Um, and uh, Dark Schneider, who <laughs> is the like main villainous wizard, is. Uh, he was defeated by a previous foe using reincarnation magic, so mm-hmm. he reincarnates into the body of this, uh, of, like, the younger adopted brother of the main heroine, who okay. is, like, a mage who serves under the head mage. Oh, I like mages. This is sounding interesting. Maybe I do have to check this out. And, like, with a kiss, she can <laughs> she can bring him, like, out and Dark Schneider himself is like a perv, and he's mm-hmm. an asshole, and he... He's a bastard. ...openly wants to, like, <laughs> murder her father, and oh. everyone else who, like, was responsible for his downfall. Hmm. Uh, but there's other... several other villains who have conquered the world. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a gritty drama, then? No, it's... Oh. It, no, if anything, it's it, it feels closer to a comedy. Oh, okay. Um, at times, mm-hmm. it, but it's like a... It's like a very brutal action with comedy type thing. Cool. Like it, it, and there's like these, like the the main, uh, what I have guessed is the main villain so far is like this giant eldritch abomination, like evil queen type mm-hmm. entity. And we see in flashbacks her wiping out modern day cities mm-hmm. and instigating this entire crisis. Um, and she has like four you know, horsemen, kind of, who mm-hmm. she dispatches, and one of them looks exactly like Guts, so there's lots of references there. Mm-hmm. All the characters are named after, like, uh, like, they're all modeled after, like, uh, D&D stuff, oh, cool. because the creator is a fan of things like that. I think he's also a fan of, like, music, so they get, n- like, the names follow that trend, okay, similar so to like JoJo's. Jo- like JoJo, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so... That I've been watching that, hmm. so uh, I do recommend it so far. Okay, I might yeah. check that out. Yeah, sounds like it was ticking some of my boxes there. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, uh, something completely different. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, you know, we had that mini direct. Yes. However, so long ago. Now they're on that thing of you know revealing games with a Twitter trailer out of the blue on Tuesdays. Now that's right. And the first one said, "I love Kirby. I love Air Ride. I love Cake. Mm-hmm. We have a Kirby's Dream Buffet." Yeah. Which. Shouldn't go as hard as it does for an eShop game. <laughs> yeah. It looks good. It's like you're Kirby, you're rolling around on different cake-themed courses in a race. Like Tilt and Tumble mixed with Fall Guys. And Air, yeah, and yeah. Air Ride, a little bit of that city trial yeah. manicness. But it looks fun. I'll probably check it out, even though it's just an eShop game. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, I like this. Why can't this be a bigger thing? Even though Kirby just got an excellent game. Yes. Not gonna, Kirby is fine. We're good. Give us more Kirby when the time is right, but it just intrigued me so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely a surprising little reveal. Yes. Um, in smaller game news, I also tried, li- uh, I'm going to say it wrong, Live Alive. L- Live Alive. Live Alive is correct. Yeah, okay. Live Alive. Um, <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying it so okay. far. I, you played some of the demo? Yes, I okay. completed Ninja Boys right. thing, and I am almost done with uh, Martial Arts Master, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really, really liking it so okay. far. Yeah, right, vibing I, with it. I thought you would, especially those two stories, yeah. It's, um, 
I can see, I can see like the complaint that you yeah. levied okay. about needing it, like more time for it. Yes. Um. But I don't know. I I just I very much it, it has all of like the right. It, it checks all the right boxes for me mm-hmm. so far. Because mm-hmm. I love that that two point five D style. Mm-hmm. Um. I love that. Y- you know the. I, there there are no uh, random encounters. No. There are just, like... You, At least you can... in those two chapters, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it occurs in other chapters. And, and some chapters just occur without even fighting, I hear. Yeah. So, like, the space chapter, um, which you haven't gotten to, you control a robot trying to solve a murder mystery in space, mm-hmm. but the only fighting you get is through, like, an arcade game in that style. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the top-down chess piece sort of thing. Yeah. That the other chapters have. So, it, it, it's, uh... I... I'm, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get the full thing and okay. keep playing well, it. I'll be borrowing that from you uh, later on down the line. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, but but it's it it uh, yeah. I I just really like like the quirks that they give to each of the two characters that I've played so far. Like yeah, Marsh- Stale Breeze or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, Earth and Heart. Yeah, and then the ninja's based on a real person. Yeah, that real story. I was looking that up. I said that's intriguing to be in a video game. Yeah, yeah, and he like he keeps track of his kill count. Yeah, out of guilt. And then, like, the martial arts master, because he's peaked, he can't level up anymore, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you can level up his his students. Yeah. And I'm like, this is interesting. Like, this is, you know, it's grabbing my interest. Mm-hmm. The only, I really, the only complaint I had is that sometimes, and I would assume that as the game starts to go more crazy, it'll even out, but, like, I feel like the battlefields could stand to be smaller. Okay. But I feel like once those are loaded with enemies battle yeah but i i like the battle system Mm -hmm. i like not having to worry about like the number of times you can use a move like you can do anything if it's you just have to wait for your little bar to load yeah Mm -hmm. and i like that and then you could dodge people by stepping away from them and sometimes they take like energy off the bar yeah it was intriguing i i just felt like if i don't know if it would fix it if i could go chapter from chapter Mm -hmm. because the way i play things i'd want to finish all of one chapter move Mm -hmm. on to the next one and i think that could be a little stale for me Mm mm-hmm so I'd have to go against my my nature mm-hmm. in playing that because I, I I think I would want a little bit more variety yeah. in between. Yeah, and, and and maybe there is a way that it does that. I, I don't think it know. is because it yeah. saves after every chapter, so I assume you can just pick up and play whoever. Yeah. So um, I'm interested to see where it goes. Hmm. I'll probably get that. Okay. Um, then last on my docket, aside from some Pokemon news. Yeah, that's what I was going to yes, yeah. uh, So we'll discuss that, both anime and... I saw, I saw a certain fight in the anime, and I mm. said, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, a certain Umbran witch yes, came so- out of the darkness. I had been fed with my Kirby buffet, <laughs> but... You had your cake and ate it too. <laughs> oh, October 28th cannot come fast enough because Bayonetta 3 is on her way. Uh, multiverses are very in vogue now, as mm-hmm. we've seen from everything everywhere. Uh, Doctor Strange and more. Mm-hmm. And Bayonetta is no different. There's a huge theory that the original voice actor of Bayonetta is not in this, replaced by Jennifer Hale, we assume, voicing mm-hmm. like these Bayonetta clones because it's a multiverse theory. Yeah. It's like, oh, this Bayonetta character who, I don't want to spoil the first game if you haven't played that, but someone adjacent to the first game is in a different universe with slightly different characters that we've been experiencing throughout the Bayonetta franchise. It just looks good. It looks fun. It looks fabulous. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta always slaps. I loved one. I loved two. I'm sure I'm going to love three because it it just fi- it fits that sweet spot. 
for me, the Bayonetta, when it comes to, like, the uh, Kaima fighting games or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, like, Wonderful 101, uh, Astral Chain, Bayonetta. Bayonetta's, like, my favorite of those. Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy. Yeah, I, I, it looks like they're. She like. I think they're re-releasing the physical of oh, first. Yeah, I'll one. be getting that, even though I don't need it. And then the, <laughs> looks like I'm gonna be going to the Nintendo site again, huh? The Umbral Masquerade, uh, did, whatever it was, it's like Trinity the, Masquerade, I think. Yeah, yep. With just an art book, which I kind of like this trend. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're gonna package it, just give me a big art book. Like uh, I did. will never complain. Yeah, 250 pages. Maybe throw in a soundtrack, but I was like, I could get you. They're easier to store that way. Like, yes. I have room for books. Trotsky's and bric-a-brac, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I just like the art book for art reasons. Yeah. Like, that's the optimal way to go. Yes. Um, but yeah, mm. uh, the only other, like, news that I had was that we've, we've been getting a lot of leaks. We've been getting a lot the, of the, leaks, The yeah. plumbers have not been, uh, yeah. they've been steadily, they've been trying yeah. to stop them, but yeah. the leaks have been coming for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And, surprisingly, I'm fine with it. It yeah. sounds like a much, like, the direction that the games I would want to be in. The Pokemon mm-hmm. designs are interesting, they have a few unique gimmicks in there. If true, I don't think they butchered any of the starters from the pixelated images that we've seen. Yes! And yeah. if my favorite catch, you know, gets a good third Evo in what was leaked, if that was the rumored form that was true, I'd be totally happy with that direction that it's going in. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Coco might stay quadrupedal. Yep, I was reading that this morning. Bisharp might get an Evo. I love that boy. And a <laughs> lot of, like, sub-mechanics, like, uh, like, kind of... Again, this is, this is pure speculation yes. based on the leaks, because no one has been able to clarify a lot of these details, mm-hmm. so grain of salt... But it seems like, uh, in addition to regional forms, there's, like, uh, ancient and future forms. Yeah, which, which makes sense. Which mm-hmm. are separate mons. They yep. are grouped as with a different name and have a different dex number, mm-hmm. I think. So there's, like, an ancient ancestor of Amoongus, who mm-hmm. looks weird, an ancient Jigglypuff oh. ancestor, but mm-hmm. they cannot evolve or breed into each other, I mm-hmm. would assume. Um... And then someone said in another leak that things will also get distant future, future forms. forms. I assume Scarlet and Violet will be trading a lot, I think. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, all the better. A perfect because, opportunity. Uh, that that would be a good justification. And uh, so there's, there's regional forms, ancient future, and then... Another thing that, uh... Crystallizes. They didn't die, they crystallize. Well, that's, that's like a battle mechanic. Okay. The, there's apparently a fourth thing that they keep referring to as convergent hmm. Pokemon. Okay. Like, there's a, like... Okay, grain of salt. Mm-hmm. According to the leaks, there's like a Diglett who's a water type. Mm-hmm. But it's not a Diglett, it's called something yes. else. But it's like a, it's like a cousin of Diglett, Diglett. that's water type. So it's... What it calls to mind for me is what Yokai Watch did. With, and you loved that franchise, yes. Yes, with with an asterisk because because yes. they uh, were just palette swaps. They were just palette swaps. Yeah. And I don't um, think. I mean, I feel like Game Freak might do that somewhat, mm-hmm. but I think in the mechanics of the game, it'd be an interesting twist to give like these distant cousins new typings to yeah. Pokemon that we love already. I know, which I, I'd be perfectly fine with. I like it. Yeah, it give it, me Jigglypuff in a little robe. <laughs> be it, a vampire. It's old. It jumps with like real world animals. Yeah. Like this is a like a cousin of that evolutionarily. Mm-hmm. So it'll yeah. look similar, but it's not the same thing. And I'm all for it. If it means more Mons, 
That like the leaks are saying there's like a hundred and forty, and then the the crystal thing. Yep. If you want to, well, I think it's just <laughs> after a long night of hooking, the mm-hmm. trade had gutted me, <laughs> but I didn't die. I fell in the fryer and I crystallized, and that's yes. a RuPaul's Drag Race reference for you out there. But it's a crystal form. It just makes Pokemon pretty <laughs> and stronger. Uh, yeah, and I think it can it, only be used once per battle. I think. I think it boosts one type. type. Yeah, so which is interesting. It's not quite yeah. Mega, which, you know, I don't think Megas are coming back, no. even though they're still in the anime. I love that, but this seems like a... I like it better than Dynamax in principle. I do, yeah. yeah. I, I think anything that can be integrated into the battles itself, because Dynamax really slows everything down. Yeah. Like, I think the crystal forms could... If it's just like a simple, gives you an extra stab boost... Mm-hmm. And now I could say yeah. Birdo's line, oh, it's a crystal! <laughs> over yeah. and over again. You can do some uh, dark crystal stuff, too, if oh, you want. Yeah. You can do all kinds of things. Mm. Um, it, we, it, But it was a lot. It was like a lot of gym leader leaks yeah. looking good. I liked their designs, even though the internet didn't. I was like, they're pretty, you know, different. Apparently they each have a job. Yes. Which is cool. One's a streamer. We got that Magnemite girl. Yeah. Who I assume <laughs> would be a streamer. Yeah. We got a... Uh, a skier, a, I think? A skier, yeah. We have uh, the guy with the bangs, and then the the one tweet that just said he, him, so, like, <laughs> that was his pronouns. It's yeah, like, I, so... It, I, I don't know. It's just a quirky time to be uh, on the Pokemon leak Twitter. Yeah, hmm. and it's... I, I mean, by all accounts, the region is spread out with... It has, like, 12 settlements, mm-hmm. but they're very, I guess, distant from each other, so... Understandably, because if it's open world, you're yeah. going to be... Scooting all over the yeah. place. Uh, but yeah, it, mm-hmm. you know, and then I think there's like different champions depending on your version, version. Which would be cool. Um, yeah. So I'm pleased with everything mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't mind leaks with these things because... One, we haven't gotten info in a bit, and yeah. two... We get spoiled with Pokemon automatically. Yeah. It's like, as soon as you go on the internet when there's a new Pokemon game, it, it all leaks. And that's half the fun. Like, yeah. Like, debating with your friends if this is going to be a good gen or not, based on how fugly the Pokemon are. Yes. Or aren't. Exactly. So, so far, I've been very pleased with it. So, that's something I've not experienced in a long time with Pokemon. Of course. Mm. Yeah. And then in the anime, my girl Diantha. Yes? <laughs> yeah. She kicks, beat Lance? Kicked some Lance <laughs> ass with that Gardevoir, and I said, all right... Hmm. Yeah, I like Cynthia better win, too. She did. <gasps> Ooh! Yeah, that happened uh, Friday. Yeah, with her lipstick. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, <laughs> her, that's her mega oh. keystone, is her lipstick, too. my two faves beating the other ones? Love that. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was actually, it, was, it played out pretty cool. Like, uh, Diantha, in the battle, like, Lance, uh, you know, came out with his, like, hyper beams. Mm-hmm. Or, like, true to the game, he was doing that, and then Diantha used her auroras to set up light screen and reflect, mm-hmm. which we don't see the anime do a lot. Yeah. She set up dual screens. <laughs> Just as we do. And then uh, she used her, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Gorgeist? Oh, love Gorgeist. I said this is my kind of team. She actually used that trick The Will-O-Wisp or whatever, yeah. Yeah, like to turn it into a ghost type. Oh, yes, yeah. And then, uh, then used that strat and then wiped his team with Ooh. Gardevoir's Moonblast. Mm. And then, uh, Cynthia was, uh, she got her, she had her Gastrodon, uh, she had, obviously, Garchomp, and I then Milotic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I gotta watch that one, too, then. She, uh, yeah, she was forced to Mega Evolve mm-hmm. Garchomp, but she, she won. So, presumably, she's facing Ash next. Yeah, love that. Yeah. 
So I don't assume Diantha's going to win the second one. She's no, going to job it's the Leon. Leon. Yeah, yeah, it's Leon. I mean, <laughs> there was no doubt in my mind. I said, okay, well, you at least you won one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I was, I was. You'll come in a, a lovely third alternate. Yeah, <laughs> the tournament. And I was, I, I assumed from a writing standpoint that made sense because we already saw Lance fight Leon mm-hmm. once, so I figured they would like give Diantha a shot to face Leon, and yeah. then we'll, you know. But that's like, we, they seem to be showcasing their full teams because it's like three, then three, and mm-hmm. things like that, so. Love that. Yeah. And then next week is Ash versus Steven. Yes. So. Very cool. And all these other little, like, in the in the Lance-Diantha battle, they, they gave uh, cameos to... Yeah, the gold and silver. People, yeah. And the crystal. Yeah. The, the like Jimmy, Ethan. Vincent, and uh, Marina. Yeah. Marina. And then Richie, who yeah. hasn't shown up in like fifteen years, still got years. stickers on those Pokeballs, huh? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and then they've they've showed the Fucking other Richie. <laughs> no, I was stunned. I, I was like, "What the? fuck? He hasn't been around in like twenty years now." So hasn't but, aged a day. <laughs> um, but yeah, them they they showed up, and then I think uh, the Kalos Goobers showed up, and the other thing, the Unova Goobers showed up in the mm-hmm. Iris one. Mm-hmm. Same with Cynthia and Sinnoh, so they they keep doing that. So cool, I like it. Yeah. It's a it's a good celebration of the. And for clarification, because I think some interviews have come out recently, uh, everything that we're seeing in terms of like them using both Z moves and Mega Evolution, mm-hmm. like this whole world tournament setup is specifically for the 25th anniversary of the anime okay so don't expect it in your games sadly yeah i because because that they seemed to clarify that like yeah we're we're going all out with the the mechanics and the trainers because Mm -hmm. it's a commemorative thing maybe for the 50th we'll get one game that has all the mechanics in it. I would hope. Yeah. Well, if we ever go back to Kalos. To dream. If all we have to do, Dennis, is survive another 25 years. Yes. I <laughs> I mean, I make no promises. Or another five for the <laughs> XY remakes. But we'll, uh-huh. see, we'll see where civilization uh-huh. is. At that um, <laughs> take me away before them, Dan. Calgon, take me away. And yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's all the news I have. All right. Well, uh, last week... Uh, Or two weeks ago, you gave me a tangent, Mm -hmm. and I only have slightly worked on it after all those two weeks' time, but I brought something, a a mere morsel, to the table for you to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, You suggested that we do some sandy beach area Pokemon, Mm -hmm. Um, and I've got a few. One of them, it's very loosey-goosey. I said we're going to have this Baja Surfer-type Pokemon. I don't Mm -hmm. know if that means it's a literal surfboard. Because well, we haven't had a surfboard. And we have a literal Baja. We Baja is in the game. Yeah. So, yeah. so we could just do a surfboard that is a Pokemon. And then I thought it would be a cute little thing if we like have a Pikachu partnered with it for surfing Pikachu. Mm-hmm. I think that would sell a lot to the audience. <laughs> People would buy yeah. that merch. It on a shirt or a tote. Like Cramorant or mm-hmm. something. Like we can... They can do something with a Pikachu. Yeah, and then um, we could have, like, people go like, Oh, so that's why Pikachu's always surfing. Yeah. yeah. No, that's perfect. Well, yeah, no. Maybe it could be, like, water electric type or something. I was just thinking that. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Yeah. Uh, next, and I know I'm, I said I'm gonna get, get I'm gonna get Dan good with these. Mm-hmm. I said Dan's gonna be obsessed with them. So there's a big sport on the beach. I don't know if you've heard of beach volleyball, Dan. Yes. yes. I said, we're gonna pull a throw in sock. <laughs> we're gonna make them. Serve and spike. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love Two it. Two goofy doobers that love beach volleyball and their version exclusives. One sets up, one is serve, one is spike. I love it. Yep. I fucking love it. Yep. It's perfect. Yep. 
It is perfect. I said, I said Dan Ryan's going to eat that like a Kirby buffet. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. Uh, and then lastly, you know, because I always love the sinister little Pokemon. Mm-hmm. We had a Sandy Geist, who was a sandcastle, mm-hmm. that stole the souls of children. And I think this is kind of close to Tentacool, Tentacruel, my idea. But we're going to have an inner two Pokemon mm-hmm. that is actually um, a Man of War. So it's like cute and charming, and it tries to lure children into riding it. One quick caveat. Yes, yes. We technically already have a man, man of, of war. war. I mean, this could be this. I think it's the same idea. Okay. Yeah. I know I suggested a man of war down the line, mm-hmm. but this could be that Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. So nix that. I think this is a better idea, that it, it looks cute from afar, like it has an adorable first form, and then maybe it's more sinister when it evolves. Okay. I can do that? Yep. Because if you want, uh, if we're doing this inner tube sinister jellyfish, uh, remember a while ago on Facebook I sent you that, uh, that creepy-ass squid that scrapes that I could turn that into your Man of War. Okay. The original one you had where it's like a admiral or something. Yeah, love that. I can turn that into, uh, into, you know, you know, recycle that concept. Mm -hmm. Um... Give us a deep sea Pokemon, but I love it. Yep, perfect. Well, those are what I came up with, Dan. Only three, or four, depending on how you look at Spike and Serve. No, I love it. Yep. Perfect. All right. Well, and we don't need to. You don't need to go hard with giving me because we have a lot. We okay. have we have a growing list of. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna request plenty because I love drawing these things. Yes. Sincerely, I do. Uh, as leaks come out, I am trying to think about which ones I should prioritize yeah, so that before, we don't get beaten to yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, before ideas get stolen. But, uh, yeah, no. So, very good. Mm. But uh, to, to remind you, um, the other two remaining... Well, no, actually, you've already done two of them, I think. Mm. Uh, or... Well, th- yeah, the, the one remaining prompt is... Um, and it's a very loose prompt, is just, like, for our Mega Evolution Island, okay. we're gonna have a little Shonen Protag Pokemon, uh-huh. and or... Yeah, no, a little, little Shonen Protag Pokemon, mm-hmm. and or Sailor Moon-type Protag Pokemon, yeah. who Mega Evolves into cliche anime power-up mode, mm-hmm. um, who will be given to you on those Mega Evolution Islands. Yes. Uh, and, of course, the uh, the Mega Evolution Master to go along with them. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, uh, this is this is very far in the future. Okay. This is not something we need to prioritize now. This is, this is post-gym leaders in E4. Um, mm-hmm. But you very brilliantly suggested that uh, a washed up Usween will be yes. uh, will be on that, those islands mm-hmm. um, kind of as uh, the Z episode yes mm-hmm. um, and I thought it would be fun that you know he's an old and jaded beast hunter mm-hmm. uh, and maybe we could design two more goobers who are like for the other ones for the other ones okay. to act as their like uh, you know, they're the ones who instigate yeah. the mask yes. incident, and mm-hmm. they also have, like, their own megas that they can use, mm-hmm. um, you know, to give the, the player someone else to fight. Uh, so think on that. Okay. Um, but that's Distant Future. Uh, and then I'll throw another prompt into the mix. Okay. No rush whatsoever. Um, but uh, 
the leaks got me thinking about gimmicks. Right. Um, we already you gotta have get one. a gimmick. Yeah. We already have one though. Mm-hmm. Um, R is a uh, gimmick-based location in the form of Time Skip Island mm-hmm. because we're an anime podcast. We do anime-themed things in the game. Yes. Uh, so, so far, uh, so that's like the equivalent on our map to the Galapagos. Mm-hmm. It, it causes some kind of rapid evolution that ages them up, and we play into that trope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so far, the only two mo- new mons that we have that utilize that location are Melting Clock Dragon, okay. uh, the signature mon of the fifth gym leader, and a theoretical uh, Tyrogue into Pymae evolution mm-hmm. that you, mm-hmm. I think, suggested a while yes. ago. Um, and we'll also stick any older Pokemon that needed uh, ancient power to evolve. Um, But maybe think of one or two more that can use that time skip mechanic. Like something something that ages rapidly into something else, and what would it be? What would it become? Uh, We can have fun with that. Um, But uh, but those are the only suggestions. Um, The fifth gym leader duo will be done very soon. Mm -hmm. I think... Most will be pleased. Mm-hmm. Um, Some will be shocked. I've I've gone into Amadeus mode, drawing the two of them. So I hope <laughs> everything will work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then smooth sailing, and we got plenty of mons left to draw. Some I'm going to redraw mm-hmm. and send out uh, our starters. Almost there. I just need to give. You, I just need to send them to you for some George Lucas approval because I. Uh, I changed up the buffalo a little bit to make them a little more buffalo-ish. Okay. Um, but uh, once those are done, we'll get those all out. Um, but yeah, so think on those. No rush whatsoever. All right. Because we got plenty in the tank already, but always room for more. Because mm. there's no rules. Okay. So. Um, are you ready to get into today's episode? As ready as I'm ever going to be, Dad. Uh, Gotta go, God go. <laughs> well, uh, today we're doing the drawing board, uh, and it's Continuity Cavalcade Edition. Oh, not this again. So <laughs> The alliteration. Uh, the, the drawing board is, he's decked out in all of our favorite characters. Supergirl. Oh, okay. Uh, pilot from Money Plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cobb the Dark Wizard. A wrestler from Money Plane. Yep, yep. Uh, Bank robber girl from Money Plane. <laughs> Uh, and then Sailor Moon is also, oh, yeah. wow. so all they're all them. there. Yeah, wow. Um, kind of very cheap cutouts, <laughs> they're pasted all over. Okay. Um, so much so that it, it seems to obscure some of the information, hmm. uh, to the detriment of drawing board. I see, but, yeah. You know, yeah. Who, who's to say? Hmm. Uh, but One Piece Stampede is the 14th One Piece movie, originally released in <laughs> We've Japan. watched on this podcast, or 14th in general? In general. Oh. <laughs> I can't find most of the, the early ones. <laughs> I tried to. They've been to. scrubbed. <laughs> I tried to. Like, I legitimately, before we did, uh, well, no, because we did, um, We did that before Pirates, I think. We had a few. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but... And then we had our Satoshi Kone one. Uh, yeah, uh, Not Satoshi Kone, uh, Hosoda. Um, but that was, like, a lot of the hour-long, like, TV show ones mm-hmm. I can't find anywhere. Mm. But they, they might, you know, maybe someday someone will YouTube rip them, but I don't know. <laughs> um... So, uh, it was released in Japan on August 9th, 2019. Okay. Uh, the film was directed by Otsuka Takashi, with series creator Ichiro Oda serving as a creative consultant su- slash supervisor. Uh, Oda's involvement was uh, small enough that this movie does not carry the film subtitle seen in the previous ah. three One Piece features. Okay. Uh, so and it's shorter? No, it's oh. <laughs> just, it, it, it got less involvement from him, like he supervised... 
plot elements plus character designs, but in order to have the One Piece film title, I think he needs to directly help with the script. Okay. Like, it needs to be a thing that he directly oversees instead of just advises on. Mm. Um, and usually those movies can be closer to canon, but I think it's it's just that it literally is just what percentage of the story is from Oda himself, mm. and if it's if it doesn't meet that mark, it's, not, it's, a, not, it's film. not film. Mm. Um, and of course, the upcoming One Piece film, Red, mm-hmm. is also his involvement. Uh, the film's story focuses on the Straw Hat crew entering a pirate festival in order to win one of Gold D. Rogers' heretofore unknown treasures. Mm. Uh, there's a few twists as to what this prize actually is. It's a hat. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, it takes a few twists and turns because uh, obviously there's a lot of ruses going on here. Mm. Um, and if you fall for ruses, you lose. So that's always an element. Mm. Um, but you'll see as we watch. Mm. Uh, naturally, the world government and its many different branches are observing this event as well, uh, hoping to arrest some pirates if they can. Mm-hmm. Um, but a major factor in the Pirates Festival's publicity uh, is the presence of demonair Douglas Bullet, <laughs> a former crew member of the Pirate King himself. He's got a lot of former crew members, this Pirate King. Oh, he does. Yeah, they pop up every other movie. Um, and it's a trope that is, uh, well, because Goldie Roger has uh, many crew members that are canon. Uh, he has, like, obviously Silver's Raleigh, mm-hmm. who was his, like, his second in command, and then uh, Scopper Gavin. Scopper Gavin. Who was third. These drag queen names. And technically, <laughs> uh, Shanks and Buggy were cabin boys on yeah, his ship. The, yeah. Uh, and there's, uh, you know, Kazuki Odin was on his ship at one point as, like, a temporary crew member. Um, but uh, it, it's a trope that is usually pretty bad, but I love, because mm-hmm. it produces goofy results. Is yes. the, is the it's hero- like, remember them? Yeah, remember the new <laughs> yeah. guy. Uh I think one of the most famous examples that might be in a Sinister Six pot someday is uh, Star Trek The Final Frontier, Ah. where uh, someone had a heretofore unmentioned evil Mm. brother Mm. uh, who shows up leading a cult. Um, But, again, you know, strain credibility, but it's usually fun. Um, Stampede was made to commemorate the anime's 20th anniversary. Mm. As such, it is loaded with cameos from as many canon and filler characters as possible. Oh, I'm sure you were standing up, giving it the, the palm de ur over I there. Was, yeah. I was. Uh, the film is intended to be a fun and chaotic adventure, uh, compared to the story-driven, more high-stakes setups of the previous movies. Okay. Uh, interestingly enough... Oda stated that he would not have allowed this story to be told <laughs> if not for the anniversary <laughs> celebration. Um, is that to the film's detriment? Mm. We will discuss when we have watched it. Okay. Because um, this uh, movie has issues. Mm-hmm. I will not rate it as highly as I did the previous One Piece films. Okay. Um, because it's got so much going on. Like it's 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 got to get so many cameos in mm-hmm. that. You know, even this, even this line about Oda, you know, whether or not the story would be greenlit, if it wasn't the anniversary, is weird because you would think that with this storyline, this would lend itself to a One Piece film yeah. setup, like it would lend itself to a serious movie, like it would lend itself to something that like has his touch on it, mm-hmm. so that it can 
it's a tribute to all these characters yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but instead it kind of is literally just a showcase some of them are there for like a minute Mm -hmm. or a second in the background um but for the sake of doing that it can feel a little messy okay and it's too many yes too much and and a lot of stuff happens that uh you know you feel like could have been really cool to watch play out mm-hmm. if if the movie had more time to breathe. Okay. Uh, but I will let you judge that. Well, we can, I'll we can, be judging harshly. We can discuss it. I'll say, who's that? I feel like I'm watching a Marvel movie. <laughs> uh, well, with the above statement in mind, the film does have a few deeper moments. Hmm. Uh, again, even if not everyone is given room to breathe. Uh, but Usopp gets a starring role for mm-hmm. once. Uh, he's basically the secondary protagonist of the movie wow. compared to Luffy. Um, his storyline calls to mind like the many challenges and crises that Usopp has faced over the series, um, but his reaction to those challenges kind of affirms his character development. Usopp's big movie. Yes, yeah. So <laughs> he he faces like a lot of situations that that uh, kind of similar to what happened in the Water Seven arc. In this movie, he. He's kind of utterly defeated by a monstrous opponent, and he questions his role in the crew. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm not like all of you, I'm a guy with a slingshot, like, like, I'm just, like, the tech guy, sort Mm -hmm. of, like, I can't compete with monsters. Um, And then, obviously, by the end of uh, Anaya's Lobby and everything, he Mm -hmm. has kind of... Come into his own. ...refound his confidence, he's like, I am, I do contribute to this crew... Mm -hmm wonderful little moment with him and Sanji in that arc where Sanji's like we're a team like I do what you can't do and you do what I can't do mm-hmm. it doesn't matter like yeah. love it yeah um but in this film he manages to come to that conclusion on his own because mm. he has come a long way since then and he is outclassed by the villain but he works his way back from it okay. he's like he yeah. learns from the experience. Yeah. The, like, I can't, maybe I can't do something directly here, but I'm not out of the game yet. Yeah, just like when I fell down the stairs yesterday. <laughs> it's not about the falling down, it's about getting back up. Suddenly I lost consciousness. <laughs> I hit the ground. Bam! Bam! <laughs> He's dead. Oh. Um, Close call. Uh, but- and, you know, contrary to popular belief, my life did not flash before my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks to me, there would have been some One Piece in there. <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> would have um, really ushered me into that light, Dad. Yeah. Well, Luffy would have extended his hand <laughs> yeah, and, and dragged me in. in. <laughs> um, so, despite not being canon, the film does uh, address a few plot elements related to Gold to Roger and the titular One Piece. <laughs> um, so, th- these aren't... like it, This feels like a plot line that... Um, the main series could do without, mm-hmm. but it was interesting enough to include here just to address what would happen. Like, in this case, it's like, you know, Goldie Roger had a lot of crew members, the ocean's a big place, could in theory one of his crew members not just get a shortcut to the One Piece? Take a shortcut? And this film addresses that. You know, in case the boards are ever discussing that, this film talks about that, talks about Goldie Rogers' adamant opposition to that, like anyone taking a shortcut, um, which the anime had kind of already established anyway, but it was, you know, this kind of 
in terms of a less faithful crew member taking the steps to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just going to give away his secrets. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to sell his secrets, yeah. quite literally. Um, so we get we get character development that, even if it's not necessary, it, it, it is something that is probably not going to be addressed in the series proper. Mm-hmm. So it's good for a movie here. Mm. Uh, Douglas Bullet gets uh, some iffy development, mm. uh, but his powers are very much to my liking, uh, and he features in a number of cool scenes. Well, that's all that matters. Because he does a lot of stuff with robots. Yeah. You'll see. Um, as with the previous movies, the film received an anime filler prequel in the form of the Cider Guild arc. Hmm. Uh, the arc has Luffy facing the bounty hunters of the titular Cider Guild and learning about the pirate festival in the process. Uh, Boa Hancock, mm-hmm. his uh, his self-professed uh, mm-hmm. GF, is mm-hmm. is uh, is also present in that arc, and she makes it clear that she's heading to the pirate festival where ah. everyone will convene. Okay. Uh, but that the whole thing was that Luffy disembarks to get cola for the <laughs> the thousand sunny, yes. and he has this mini adventure with these bounty hunters. But he's the bounty hunters are very outclassed, mm. and the only connection is that you know the invite. To the pirate festival, and that yeah. the main bounty hunter was in contact with Douglas Bullet, who was like stirring shit by telling people that, like, oh, I'm going to be doing this, mm-hmm. like, get ready, and, yeah, click. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to watch this, even if it's not a quality movie. It's a fun movie, uh, and I'm just I'm just happy to showcase it here. Mm-hmm. So uh, any previewing expectations? Well. You know, I've had a hit-or-miss experience with One Piece in the past. I always feel like the characters should do more. Maybe all the additional characters will add something that I enjoyed to this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be happy with you going like, oh, that's that. I will. <laughs> yeah. That's the, yeah. <laughs> the, they're from that, and I'll go, oh, really? Mm, yes. Mm, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like the, the world-building of this universe. You know, there's always a different fun little island that they go to with zany adventures and characters and creatures. Mm-hmm. So I really like the design works. I mean, if this is a celebration of the series... Yes. Well, maybe it will be a celebration of the series, and I'll, you know, I'll like it more than one might initially suspect. Of course, yeah. maybe you will. Yeah. I, I cannot say. Uh, for one thing, it has great animation okay. all around. It's, again, it's very exciting. It's It kind of doesn't uh, spend, like, it doesn't waste any of its runtime at the very least. Uh, it just comes down to whether or not you think it's too busy, Okay, uh, I would say. Uh, but I, I do hope that you'll enjoy it. Uh, so if, you, if, you, if you're smelling uh, some fried dough in the air... <laughs> some Zapla? <laughs> yeah, some, some, you know, people are drinking warm beers and uh, there's a raffle going on. It's not something in New Jersey. It's it's the Pirate Festival. Oh, I'd so. say I'd bite the Douglas Bullet, but he might sue, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back after the jump.
And we are back, having just watched One Piece Stampede. Any initial thoughts? Well, Dan, I was keeping my mouth closed the entire time. I think that's the best One Piece movie we've seen yet. <laughs> you you really enjoyed I it? I really enjoyed it. I okay. thought it was a fun time. It didn't overstay its welcome. Tons of cool, quirky characters all fighting at one time. Everyone got to do a little something. Okay, yeah. I, I am I'm I really pleasantly surprised. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I I would say that uh, this this second viewing was also a much more I think forgiving experience for me because mm. I I knew some stuff to look out for like some stuff I noticed that I didn't notice the first time I watched this, um, but I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I I it's, this is a twist. Yeah, a I know twist what the ages. true twist, huh? Friends we met along the way. Mm, yeah, you didn't need an internal pose to find that. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I'll go through the plot summary if mm-hmm. you have any thoughts oh, as we go, mm-hmm. uh, by all means. Um, but we open on a flashback to the Blackbeard Pirates uh, doing their original break-in into Impel Down, mm-hmm. which happened before the big uh, Paramount War arc. Uh, they uh, you know go through the different level 6 prisoners, and they have, like, a fight to the death to see who will join Blackbeard's crew. Yes. Uh, this was an event that was alluded to, but we had never seen it in a manga panel. We'd never seen it animated until now. Uh, obviously, Blackbeard walks out of there with, like, five war criminals and serial killers that he adds to his crew. Um, but uh, you know, while he's showboating down there, he notices one prisoner in particular. Off to the side. Uh, a man uh, who is, uh, you know, kept in his cell, who has seemingly killed the other prisoners in his cell, uh, which I didn't notice last time. Um, but uh, Teach is shocked that this man is even alive. Uh, it is the demon heir. I Douglas thought it was demon Bullock. hair at first. Demon no, hair. It also works, yeah. but he's demon heir. Yeah. Uh, Douglas Bullet. Mm. Um, he was a fearsome pirate who worked under the original pirate king, Goldie Roger. Um, they had assumed that he was dead. And, uh, you know, they leave Impel Down, uh, you know, to, to go do what they do in the series. Um, so but, Bullet can be introduced now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, um, but, you know, Bullet obviously has no trouble escaping on his own. Mm-hmm. He's been ruminating down there, and uh, Impel Down was in a state of chaos when that whole thing happened. So, understandably, if Bullet wanted to walk out, and he does, he yeah. does walk out. Uh, so, two years later, post the time skip... Uh, Bullet has linked up with uh, Buena Festa, not to be confused with Buena, Buena Vista, Vista. Uh, the uh, PG thirteen Disney label that uh, you, you can you can you can yeah. say fuck and the whatever these you... kids, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we'll remember. That's where all those movies go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who was also a pirate who uh, was thought to be dead. He was thought to be eaten by a sea king. Mm. Um, and Buena devises a plan to gather famous pirates from around the world and resurrect the famous Pirate Festival. Yeah. The Triwizard Tournament E3 is back. <laughs> yes. COVID stopped it, but it's coming back. Well, COVID would have stopped this, too, if we were honest. Yeah, yeah this was not good for this that. This was a super spreader event, if there ever was one. Um, but, uh, he, you know, he's gonna bring back this pirate festival, and he explains to Bullet that they're going to, uh, put one of Roger's treasures on the line in order to, uh, create a new era in piracy. I don't know why I liked Buena Festa so much, but I kinda did. I was like, it's stupid, he just has this little scheme, Mm -hmm. he's obviously trying to be the puppeteer, we know it's gonna blow up in his face in the end. 
Well, I think you might like him, because he's just a dude. He's yeah. just, he's not, he doesn't have any, like, super abilities. He's just, like, a schemer who mm-hmm. wants attention. And he is, you know, I think at the end he tries to pull a gun yeah. on someone who's coming out. Like, he he's not... He brought a gun to a Gumma Gumma new fight. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's literally in this for the media attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he craves. So it, it, it's it's interesting to have him as the other antagonist, because usually it's, you know monstrously powerful people. In this case, it's one monstrous dude and a manipulator. Mm-hmm. So, interesting dynamic. Um, so, they're gonna, yeah, so they're gonna do this. This pirate festival will usher in a new era. <laughs> uh, the Straw Hat Pirates arrive at Delta Island uh, in time for the pirate festival. Well, shout out to Brooks' summer body t-shirt. Yes. Summer bod. Summer bod. <laughs> and then Sanji with a, a t-shirt tie. Mm-hmm thing going on and dan thinking this is what fashionable people wear i think frankie had like a samurai outfit and yeah. then he switched to a gladiator one mm-hmm. all good yeah mm-hmm. um, but again uh as per because usually when they do the uh like the films they coordinate with fashion designers and stuff but they didn't do that for this one yeah. i don't think yeah little hodgepodge but it works and then i have to point out that the animation i liked and i mentioned to you mm-hmm. that it's a thicker line yes it looks better it really pops on the screen yes yeah, i just liked it i appreciate that too they did that for the later half of suit of dragon ball super mm-hmm. i appreciate the thick lines yep. i think that helps demon slayer a lot too mm-hmm. uh, but it looks good here um so they arrive at delta island and for clarification, because the the slogan shows up, uh, Delta Island is the island itself, and then uh, Great Banquet is the name of the settlement okay. where on that island mm-hmm. where the because uh, there's all these people walking around with like Great Banquet name armbands yeah. and stuff. Um, and uh, but this is the site of the Pirate Festival. It mm-hmm. is a quite literally a tri- triangular island. With three rivers going into a central pool, mm-hmm. uh, that'll presumably be the centerpiece of whatever scheme is going on yeah. here. Um, so uh, they 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 stop and do some shopping. Yep, there's an opening fanfare with all our characters doing shopping and walking about in their outfits, having fun. Tons of cameos. Yep. Mo- they win the beauty contest and such. Smoker and his protege. Yes, yep. they're they're undercover there. Mm-hmm. Um, all I think the merchants you said were. Yeah, most of the the vast majority of the merchants were cameos by past. Ca- I, I think like the uh, I'm not positive, but I think that the old dude and his grandson from Film Z were mm-hmm. one of the merchants. I think that uh, a lot of recurring anime filler people were in there. Mm-hmm. I, I, you noticed Hachi and the Mermaid Girl yes. who were at one stand, mm-hmm. uh, but I think there were there were lots of them in there. And then and Rob Lucci is walking around in a blink and you'll miss it yep. shot, uh, which means that CP Zero is involved in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone's got their eyes on this island, um, and not COVID safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, uh, you know, they do tons of shopping, and then they decide to participate in the main event, which is a treasure hunt for a heretofore unmentioned treasure treasure of gold de Roger, uh, that he left in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Moderate, who is the guy with the hook hand. Yep. Um, and Anne, a lovely Anne. An idol, yeah. uh, who, uh, are the MCs of the event, and they reveal a cry- cryptic clue for uh, the location of the Pirate King's yeah, treasure. It's like, head to the darkness, and then to the light, and you'll find what you need. 
Yes. You'll be all right. Yes, honestly. <laughs> they didn't yeah. rhyme it, but they could Come seek us where our voices sound. We cannot <laughs> sing. Above the ground. Um, <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, elsewhere, uh, an injured law is uh, running away from Buggy and his crew, who are acting as security for the x mm-hmm. Love me some law. Buggy, you know, he, I, he had a cool design in this where yeah. he separated his hands and feet and made himself into a kite. To look big. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, all right, this is fun. Like, the... Like, initially, I'm like, oh, these characters are dumb. There's going to be so many of them. I'm going to... Dan will never shut up during this film. But then I was like, oh, okay. I guess this is kind of cool. And it kept growing on me the whole time. And they they mostly... Like, the characters who come into the fold, like, you know who it's going to be. But Mm -hmm. in the beginning, it's just, like, a lot of that visual cameo stuff is reserved for the opening. Like... Uh, Anne, for instance, has the ability to make drawings come to life, mm-hmm. and she does so using the dragon that was on Punk Hazard, who is also used as a boss asset in mm. many One Piece games. Um, but uh, but yeah, little little visual things like that. But Buggy uh, is at this point still one of the Seven Warlords, because at that point in the anime timeline, that hadn't been dissolved yet. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is not canon in any way, shape, or form, mm. because... The Straw Hats were not together prior to, to Wano. Yeah. Uh, Law was being imprisoned by Kaido. Mm-hmm. Killer was being tortured by Kaido. Uh, Scratchman and the rest of them were, like, also under Kaido. And uh, a lot of them are unaccounted for. But um, And then Drake is scheming in Wano also. Mm. So it cannot fit in the timeline, but mm-hmm. it's just cool to see them all together. Um, with all their their post time skip designs, um, so uh, but yeah, Buggy's working security because he is a warlord, so he's probably ordered to go mm-hmm. and do this stuff. Um, and his whole thing was that in the time skip, he uh, he started Buggy's delivery service, <laughs> which is like he rents out his crew for things. So mm-hmm. it's probably in line with that. Uh, Buggy's Buggy's rising; he's going up in the world. <laughs> um, so, uh, Law manages to escape his pursuers using his shambles trick, mm-hmm. where he switches places with one of the souvenirs on board the Sunny, mm-hmm. and uh, stows away on their ship for yes. now. Uh, suddenly, from the center of the pool, a knock-up stream... Knocked-up stream. Knocked-up stream. <laughs> Seth Rogen, Catherine Heigl, uh, uh. explodes out of the center pool... And uh, launches a floating island in a bubble, bubble. Uh, into the sky, which is revealed to be the hiding spot of the treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anyone unfamiliar with a knock-up stream, that is the incredibly powerful vertical water current that led them to Skypea mm-hmm. in the show. Um, they can knock you into the sky. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, the pirates all sail up the knock-up stream, hoping to be the first to reach this island, and amongst them are basically the entire crew from the worst generation, except for Blackbeard, mm-hmm. uh, who just gets a cameo in that opening and nowhere else, mm-hmm. um, and the Heart Pirates, who Trafalgar Law had dismissed, because he doesn't want them near when everything goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as the Bartow Club, uh, the Beautiful Pirates, the Foxy Pirates, mm-hmm. and uh, the Bliking Pirates, who mm. I believe are tin pole way, tin plate waypole from <laughs> uh, again early yeah. anime villain mm-hmm. are all there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Straw Hats managed to overtake everyone on the knockup stream by converting the Thousand Sunny into <laughs> its Emperor Penguin flying model, and use Kuda Burst mm-hmm. uh, to uh, get away from Buggy and his crew, mm-hmm. uh, who were also pursuing them to, to capture Law. Yeah. 
Um, partway up the knock upstream, uh, Law comes out of the Sunny's lower well, deck. Well, after that, we're, like, getting these flashes to, uh, Smoker and... What's her name? Tashigi? Tashigi. And Smoker is like, something's going on here. Uh, while they're distracted with what's going on, I'm gonna head somewhere to get to Buena Vista. Yeah. In order to stop this at its source. So yes. he heads off. And he presumably, he, he's, Smoker's just there doing this by himself. Like, yeah. he's not... Well, he, yeah, he wasn't commanded to. It. He was, like, yeah. doing his own motives as well as, like the navy yeah i guess because he because smoker is probably one of the better marines mm-hmm. in the series and he usually just does things for the good of them mm-hmm. not uh you know not scheming so yeah. he doesn't know what's going on with the other plans mm-hmm. um so part way up the stream law comes out of the sunny's lower deck and uh you know reveals that Bonafesta is up to something um, and that if everyone, you know, were smart, they should just evacuate the island because mm-hmm. it's going to turn into a bloodbath. Yes. Um, you know, uh, but, uh, he's been around investigating the matter, and, uh, Robin, Sanji, Chopper, and Brooke, uh, decide to, you know, insist that they're going to investigate with him. And mm-hmm. Luffy at this point is just like, like we're going to help you, we're not going anywhere, yeah. whatever. Um... And they take the uh, Shark Submerge 3, one of the little uh, little mech submarines that mm-hmm. the Thousand Sunny has. And uh, they, like that crew, heads back down underneath the pool, uh, underneath the lake, to investigate while the rest of the crew finish the treasure race. Yes. Uh, Robin slows the submarine's fall with by making it sprout wings, mm-hmm. um, and they fall safely into the bay below. Uh, meanwhile, in Festa's underground lair... Uh, the Master of Festivities talks with Douglas, uh, saying that the time is coming for them to put their yep. plan into action. Big man, little chair. Yeah, very big man. <laughs> very small chair. Yeah. Skipped leg day, yeah. so he fits in the chair, mm-hmm. but yeah, as Shaped they all like do. like a triangle, yes. inverted. Yep. <laughs> the, the ideal body yes. type. You may not the like Dorito. it, but it is the ideal in yep. his peak performance. Dan loves it. <laughs> Give a character small. That's what I aspire big, to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... So the pirate crews make it up to the treasure island, and they soon spot a wrecked galleon uh, surrounded by heaps of treasure. Yeah. And uh, immediately Nami's like, the plain box! Yeah. That's the treasure. The uh, the same Indiana Jones yeah, rail logic. I, I mean, I thought this whole thing was going to be like a ruse and the treasure was going to be located somewhere else in the first place. Like, this mm-hmm. was clearly a trap to get them in the same place together I, at once, I think. I assumed that at that point... Like, Douglas Bullet forked it over voluntarily because it was like, okay, even if they get to the treasure, when they find out what it is, they'll fight each other for it. So that'll up the chaos mm-hmm. factor so that we can wipe them all out yeah. easier. I, and I'm sure Buena Festa concurred with that. That's mm-hmm. that's never stated, but that's what I think. It's mm-hmm. like, we gotta put something, gotta put genuine bait in the trap, because yeah. that'll make them fight. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, so so an all-out brawl ensues. Uh, we got tons of oh, different got, characters fighting. These characters I don't even know. I was like, one guy had miniatures. He turns into a castle at one point. Capone uh, Beige. Another one turns people to babies. I don't... Uh, Jewelry Bonnie. Uh, <laughs> how do you keep them all in your head, Dan? Uh, well, they're they're all memorable. In the, yeah. They've all gotten no, they're things all super to do cool. I was, like, interested. I was like, oh, all these characters are fighting all at the same time. Uh, Scratchman Apu is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a rogue is there. The Mad Monk. Uh, Zoro fights Killer, briefly. Who Killer is uh, uh, Kid's second-in-command. 
Um, but they're all fighting each other. Ton- tons of, you know, chaos going on. Um, so while this is uh, going on, uh, Law's group sneaks into Festa's lair, and uh, Robin and Brooke use their abilities to spy on Festa. Uh, there they overhear Festa making plans to have the Marines launch a buster call and Robin on the has island. emotional damage. She does, because she knows what happens. <laughs> she is triggered. She's lived through two of <laughs> yes. them. What's a third? Um, so, you know, leaving all of them stunned. As they attempt to escape, they run into Smoker, uh, who immediately attempts to capture them, but Sanji is like, you know, I'm gonna stay behind and fight him because mm-hmm. he knows how to use that sea stone weapon. Yeah. You guys are, aren't yeah. safe against him. Yeah. I don't know if it was intentional, but I was picking up on a, a subtle ship between Law and Robin. It could happen. Yeah. They're both death-obsessed. Like, they're both morbid, so mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't... Like it, it's yeah. not impossible. Two of my faves together? Yeah. Mm. It could... It, it never say never. Yeah. But they, they are both... They have, like, a similar outlook mm-hmm. on things, so it's... Yeah. Uh, so back on the Treasure Island... Uh, treasure the, Island. In the, in the midst of the battling, Buggy manages to uh, sneak toward the chest containing Roger's treasure and steals it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he is soon spotted, and everyone converges on the clown to get him yeah. uh, instead. And I don't know why they kept a guessing the whole time, but they were like, oh, something's important in the box. Yeah. And they do this for a little bit longer than they think they should have. They pull like a seven. What's in the box? Yeah. Yeah. Like two characters see it before yeah. we yeah. get, get like the a good reveal. hour in before it's revealed. Um, so, uh, suddenly, uh, to everyone's shock, a galleon is thrown, uh, into the base of the treasure island, it's loaded with explosives, uh, so that explodes, destroys the island, and causes it to crumble down. A bad idea, a bad placement of an island. Uh, Yes, uh, but obviously had the event gone to plan, according to the MCs, then, but obviously this was planned Mm -hmm. all along, but the wreckage of the island... And many ships, many rocks, rains down onto Delta Island below, uh, setting the stage in this, like, rocky little, now rocky, crater pool uh, for the for the mm-hmm. next battle. Um, you know, uh, while they are falling through the air, uh, well, like, right before it gets destroyed, Buggy looks in the box yeah, and sees like, it. Um, but then he loses the box, and then while they're all falling from the exploding island, Usopp finds, finds it. And this box is changing size and shape constantly. It's off-model? Yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't notice that. Oh, it is. It, At first it's big, and then it's small, and then it's hand size, even though he has big hands. Yeah, well, yeah, he does <laughs> yeah, have really yeah. big hands. <laughs> but no, it's even, like, hand size for Usopp, and we know that that's a size difference right there. Yeah. Uh, but Usopp also peeks, and he is shocked. He's like, no way, yeah. um... And then a menacing shadow approaches. Yeah, over uh, over Usopp's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, all of all of the uh, you know everything is in chaos, uh, but all of the different worst generation pirates are kind of pulling themselves together in this in the ruins of this bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the devil fruit users have to be pulled out of the seawater as always. Um, and uh, as the smoke clears, they are all horrified to see Douglas Bullet. Uh, holding a defeated and badly injured Usopp in his grasp. Uh, he has taken the chest back, um, and, uh, you know, things are bad. Um, yes. But things are going to get worse, because Donald Moderate and Anne <laughs> notice that a an entire marine fleet is heading towards the island. Uh, Everybody's got to get out of there. Get out of there. <laughs> so they panic, everyone starts fleeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the spectators start fleeing, at least. Who are also all pirates, I think. So it's, <laughs> A lot of pirates. Yeah. I mean, they should have seen this coming. Yes. Mm. 
but greed. Yeah, <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> and frivolity. I, uh, yeah, so uh, Luffy immediately confronts Bullet as the pirate attempts to kill Usopp. Um, and, you know, just Bullet tosses Usopp at Luffy uh, and then overwhelms Luffy with, uh, you know, speed. his speed. Uh, Bullet says that he wants to challenge the worst generation after hearing of all their exploits, and he unleashes a massive blast of uh, uh, Conqueror's Hockey that knocks out... Every, no, whoever isn't a main character or yeah. supporting cast member. It takes out all the red shirts. Yeah. It takes out them, and uh, his is visually represented with blue, and mm-hmm. then Luffy's is red. Um, and, uh, you know, they kind of have, like, a, a stare-down with that which then dissipates into this sparkling effect that I really like. Uh, later on in the Wano country arc, we do see that it's possible to further weaponize Conqueror's Hockey, because mm-hmm. that's an aspect of what Luffy trains to do there. Yeah. Um, so it, it it's teasing things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that by the end, Bullet actually does that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Luffy, Eustace Kid. Uh, Killer, Basil Hawkins, Scratch Manapu, Capone Beige, Jewel Rivani, X Drake, uh, and Yuroge. Write them all. <laughs> List them all, man. Uh, they stay behind to fight uh, Bullet, um, with uh, Luffy's, uh, with Luffy managing to neutralize Bullet's hockey with his own, uh, and the remaining pirates flee. Yeah. Uh, and as this is going on, I know it gets to it in the notes later that we have here, but the Team B is underground searching mm-hmm. at this point and then we had a great little little cameo they're running away and who should show up a crocodile i said what are you doing here yeah yeah voiced by oh the the guy who goes his father in hohenheim which, Full Metal. Yeah. which i wouldn't have known yeah had it not been for our viewing yeah um and like crocodile's like i have an idea eh. yeah yeah but i need you to help me yeah well, he's, law, law. yeah he's good at scheming too yeah um, and I think Zoro also departs to, like, he tells him to go defend the rest of them in the Sunny. Yeah. And just wait And he for gets him. the Bartow pirates. Yeah. Who are, like, helping him out. And the beautiful pirates, and the beautiful too. pirates, yeah. Um, so Bullet begins fighting the worst generation and quickly overwhelms them with his sheer speed and, uh, immense power. Uh, Apu attacks Bullet with his combat music, mm-hmm. but the explosions have no effect. Uh, he's batting away cannonballs from Capone Beige. Uh, he shrugs off X Drake in his dinosaur oh, form. This dinosaur guy, I was like, <laughs> "What? Yeah, these powers are getting sillier and sillier." Yeah, well, uh, he, well, he's had that. The, these guys were all introduced pre yeah, time. Well, no, skip, I know. If he, I was a true One Piece fan, I'm sure yeah. I'd be standing in the audience, <laughs> clapping and crying. Yeah, he turns into an allosaur, <laughs> Allosaurus, which is a seldom used dinosaur compared uh, to T Rex, but that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and he's also yeah, an undercover... Yeah, little dressed dinosaur. And he's technically an undercover cop, so... Oh. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, but he, he's, he's swatted away. Uh, Bonnie attempts to turn Bullet into a child, but she's, like, yeah. slapped away, too. Um, and, uh, you know, Killer attempts to strike him, but, uh, Bullet, like, for a split second, blocks it with his, like, uh, armament hockey on mm-hmm. his cheek to deflect the blade. Um... And he's not overwhelmed, uh, he, or he's not phased by Hawkins using his uh, big scarecrow form. Yeah. Um, so Bullet goes on to resist a strike from a powered-up uh, Yorog. Um, he easily damages Beige in his big father form, which is when he turns into a big castle <laughs> oh, with weapons. Sending me. 
he has a cool power. So he has uh, one no, I mean, more that's creative. Like, it's it's like a Zatchbell power. Yeah, yeah. He he can he can store his troops in his body, and he can unleash come to, them. Come to think of it, wait a second. Is it? What <laughs> is that? Where we differ? That's where we diverge. I took the Zatchbell route, and you took the One Piece route. I suppose so. Yeah, but didn't it? Didn't it's very similar comedy. Now that I think about it, yeah. But that was years apart, though. Yeah. As we know, John got me into One Piece, <laughs> so that That's was true. Yeah. He he was the corrupting influence yeah, he in that. Gave you were your first dose. <laughs> yeah. So it it, it uh, but yeah, it, they are the power set works. But I think Capone's has like one of the most entertaining. Mm-hmm. He's again, his body is a fortress, and yeah, he's got his wife and child back on the he ship. Does. Yeah. Is who he does love. Yeah. He's he's got a he's got a Tony Soprano love for his yeah. family, yeah. so <laughs> he cares. Um, but yeah, even his big bouncy castle <laughs> form is no match uh, for for Douglas Bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know he also manages to redirect some attacks from Kid and Luffy, uh, causing them to hit each other. And the supernovas are kind of just left, uh, you know, overwhelmed with Bullet not showing any sign of weakness. Um, Luffy gets up and activates Gear 4 Snake Man. Uh, In this form, he barrages Bullet with rapid, you know, all of his, like, uh, like the Black Mamba attack and his... Uh, what is the name for it? Uh, I forget, but his direction-changing in midair punches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bullet returns many of the punches. It seems to be slightly on more even footing for, like, a second, though. Uh, Bullet seems to be enjoying it a little more. Um, you know. And this concludes with them each delivering a powerful punch to the other's face yeah. and sending them flying back. Yeah. Um, and Frankie transforms. Yes. He has a Transformer moment at he br- this point. He brings out the uh, Iron Shogun, I yeah. think. Um, so, uh, after that big face punch, Luffy is exhausted, but Bullet is still fine, and he's not any worse for the wear. Uh, Bullet mocks the Supernova's strength, saying that they have not done nearly enough mm-hmm. uh, to reach his level. And he, he, you know, explains that that's what they're going to have to do. If you want to be the best, you, you have to be the me. strongest. Yep. Uh, if you want to be king of the pirates, if you want to conquer this world, like, these seas are unforgiving, uh, you must get stronger, and you must do it alone. Yes. That's what he emphasizes. Um, so, uh, he then decides to kind of step things up a notch, and he brings out his ship, the Catapult, a massive that submarine. Was hidden underneath. Um, he uses his Gasha Gasha no Mi. His clang 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 clang, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think... It, it it gives him combining powers, yes. so it's not the same as as uh, as Kid with his magnetic powers. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally he can assimilate into things, yeah. which in this case he uses with his big metal ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so he merges with the catapult and forms it into like a gigantic Mecha Godzilla esque yep. robot of yep. his control. Yep. Um, while in the robot, Bullet states that the treasure of Roger that he currently possesses. Uh, is pretty much the equivalent of having the One Piece itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then it's revealed that it is a Laugh Tale log at this point, or mm-hmm. no? Yeah, because okay. yeah, he looks yeah. in the box. Yeah, yeah. He, he, it's, it's an eternal pose. And I knew that's going to get smashed. Of course, because no cheating. <laughs> I said, even if this isn't canon, that's not getting smashed. No cheating, no. Yeah. Um, but for those who are unaware, uh, an eternal pose... Uh, whereas a log pose is kind of like a, a compass in the One Piece world, mm-hmm. uh, an eternal pose uh, locks onto one island permanently 
and it is like a foolproof way to reach it, basically, yeah. because in the new world, uh, you need to use like a series of of log poses to triangulate mm-hmm. and you know find the correct path because the magnetic currents are so screwed up mm-hmm. in that half of the ground line. Um, so uh, an eternal pose would seemingly be a shortcut directly to One Piece itself. Yes. Um, Which I can't take a shortcut. Can't take a shortcut, no. Um, So, uh, you know, the supernovas are shocked, and Bullet basically just delivers another beatdown on them uh, using his giant robot. Um, And, uh, yeah, so he kind of just keeps beating away at them. He's Mm -hmm. able to coat this robot in his hockey, making it even stronger. And uh, once all the supernovas have been defeated... Uh, he tries to kill Luffy by stomping on him. Mm. Uh, but Lu- uh, Us- Usopp creates, like, a brief distraction. He stands up to him. He's like, you know, as long as I can stand, you're not killing my captain. Like, yeah. you know, I-, I can't allow that to happen. Um, and uh, as a key factor, he launches yep. many projectiles mm-hmm. that seemingly do don't nothing. do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he launches... But one rips off his finger. Yeah. yeah. And then he fires another wave of pop greens and... Seemingly, they're ineffective. Um, So, uh, Bullet responds by creating a cannon that he fires on Usopp. And we don't see this... So, Usopp's dead. (laughs) Yeah, we just see an explosion in the distance. Because, uh, uh, I think Buena Festa is... It's like a scene of him gloating. Or the Marines are watching. Mm. Um... So, uh, while this is happening, the rest of the pirates head for the coast, only to see the marine fleet heading toward them. Uh, Centimaro, uh, leads a battalion of marines in, uh, Pacifista on the coast, and he's ready to attack the pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, the foxy pirates and their giant-ass ship plead for Nami and the Straw yeah. Hats to protect them, mm-hmm. uh, because they are not quite on the same level as everyone else. Um, and the buggy pirates... Uh, are looking towards Buggy for leadership, and he's like, "We're gonna, we're gonna clear out." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna clear, clear out the Marines." Out? No, not that. Uh, so they again, they adore him. Mm-hmm. Um, Admiral Fujitora makes his way to the coast, where he clashes with Zoro. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Blyking pirates attempt to sail out, but their bow is sliced in half by <laughs> Dracul Mihawk, Mihawk. Um, on his little tiny boat, and he is accompanied by Perona, the yep. ghost girl. Yep. Um, uh, his he uh, also arriving as Boa Hancock and the rest of the Kuja pirates. Everyone's here, um, and the Marines uneasily think that uh, two of the, these warlords have come to provide assistance alongside Buggy. Uh, though Hancock is only interested in finding Luffy, and Perona just attacks the Marines anyway, mm-hmm. so they're not helping. Yeah. Uh, underground, Sanji and Smoker continue fighting until Sanji asks, like, why the Marines agreed to work with Festa uh, for the purpose of sending a buster call. Mm -hmm. Uh, Smoker is shocked to hear that because he wasn't informed about any of that. Um, And he gets a call from Tashigi explaining what's going on up (laughs) Mm -hmm. above because it's chaos. Then we get that crocodile cameo. They split up. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Law and Robin are attacked by a crocodile or meet crocodile secret plan mm-hmm. um they managed to find a map uh in one of storehouse that will guide them off the island mm-hmm. if they can find a way to get there um and while this is going on bonifesta sits on top of his <laughs> tower as many monologue moments 
and he contacts the emperors of the underworld uh, and uh, Big Big News Morgans, (laughs) who is the albatross man who runs the newspapers. He he runs the the little seagull news distribution place that has been seen since the opening of the series, the ones that issue the bounties Mm -hmm. or or announce the bounties and pass out the wanted posters Mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, the government gives the bounties, but um, he he is he's got his uh, he just wants big scoops. Yes. That's it. He, he wants those. He wants those big exciting stories. Um, uh, Bonifesta reveals yeah, that like uh, oh my thing is more powerful or like it's equivalent to possessing One Piece or something like that. Like I have a power. He just tells them that oh, it's yeah. A, yeah, he just the, tells them that okay. it's an eternal pose that points to Laugh Tale. Um, and he basically says, like, your era is done, mm-hmm. I just called you to tell you that yeah. you're all fucked, yeah. like... I just did yeah. this for chaos. Yeah, and then Morgan's is like, <gasps> that's also a big scoop, but... Yeesh. <laughs> so, <laughs> but damn. Um, so, at this point, uh, he starts to go on a rant about how he wants to start a new era, uh, greater than the one that Roger started. Mm-hmm. Um... And I'm not sure if it's in part of his rant now or the one later, but it's it's basically like when Roger died and announced that the One Piece is there for everyone's taking, he's sp- like ushered in a new era of mm-hmm. of pirate, the golden age of piracy that the series is set in, and Buena Festa is mad at that purely for the publicity of it. Yes. He's like mad that this man got more attention than him, mm-hmm. and he has. Like, Roger has basically, in in Festa's mind, created, like, a party to himself um, all these years that pirates have been adventuring, and he needs to outdo that event. Um, So, the Marine Battalion makes its way to the town, uh, where there's, like, a large-scale battle with pirates. Uh, Kobe, (laughs) Hina, and Helmeppo are participating in the fighting. Um, but the fighting is interrupted as Bullet makes his way into the town, uh, using his giant robot. Uh, sensing the new development, Fujitora decides to depart from the coast, uh, but brings down a massive Uses meteorite meteor. <laughs> to, uh, to wipe out the pirates there. Zoro, Zoro just slashes that shit. Yeah. Uh, uses his three-sword style something-something, uh, but that just cuts it into two pieces. <laughs> now we have two meteors! Um, and Mihawk steps in and cuts it into tiny pieces... Uh, before departing the island. And there's a cool little moment where, uh, because obviously Mihawk trained Zoro mm-hmm. in the time skip where Zoro, like, looks like, ah, fuck. And then yep. Mihawk is like, gotta get better. Yep. Because yeah, that was sloppy. And then leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. was It was like an unspoken little, like, thing they had. Mm-hmm. Disapproving mentor thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mihawk is like, this isn't part of my contract. <laughs> I'm not I'm leaving. I'm, whatever, I'm out. Um, at the town, Bullet surveys the fleet surrounding him and reveals that he had actually awakened his devil fruit power. Uh, he then spreads out the, uh, the composition of his exoskeleton, covers the majority of the island. Frankie screams out, the island's covered in purple stuff! Yeah. Um, and, uh, with not terrible CGI. No, um, it could be worse. The combined combined fruit starts absorbing all of the buildings and ships and weaponry, mm-hmm. except for... Except for the main characters, boats, yes. uh, they're all fine, but the marine fleet, or most of it, uh, as well as the other nameless pirate ships and the buildings are all absorbed into uh, an enormous colossus. Uh, Celebi. Like the Celebi yeah. uh, forest mecca from mm-hmm. that movie. 
uh, but done slightly better. Mm. Uh, just a little bit. Uh, the Marines and Pirates are left in extreme panic, and the Marine Ice Vice Admirals uh, attempt to charge the Colossus, but are knocked out in one punch, uh, which is so powerful that it tears uh, the island itself apart. Uh, Bullet then raises the coast into high walls, preventing the people from escaping the island. Uh, Festa proclaims that Bullet's power uh, and the fact that they have an eternal pose uh, is basically the end to this era. Yeah, so the, the so new era... He's like, ha ha, I outdid you. Yeah, yeah, and more era now, and more importantly, uh, the new era is going to be a a stampede. It's going to be a (laughs) oh yeah, yeah. it's going to be a mass panic Mm -hmm. across the globe as all the authority figures are scrambling, destroyed, Mm -hmm. and and left in pieces. Uh, He says that he's going to do this. He's going to kill the four emperors, and uh, you know the power structure of the world is going to be destroyed. Um, and then that new chaotic era will be his legacy. Um, and I think he is, he basically, he doesn't say it out loud, but he basically invites a direct challenge from, uh, Sakazuki, the fleet admiral Mm -hmm. himself. Uh, like come here and fight me. You know what you have to do to end this. Just, just do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, Kizaru contacts Sakazuki, and Sakazuki orders a buster call uh, to attack Bullet and the Delta Island. Yeah, in five minutes, for the longest time. Yes. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, back at uh, Marine Headquarters, uh, Branu briefs the Marines, which includes <laughs> a, a crowd of many, I think, multiple filler Marines mm-hmm. who are villains in the anime. Um, he briefs the Marines about Bullet's past. Uh, in his youth, Bullet was a soldier in the land of Galsburg, <laughs> and uh, ultimately massacred the people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he proceeded to become a pirate and challenge Roger, uh, who gave him his first taste of defeat. Uh, Bullet joined forces with Roger and attempted to kill him many times, but never succeeded, uh, up until the Pirate King's death. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Roger died, Bullet went berserk and uh, went on a rampage until he was stopped in another buster call led by Garp and Sengoku. Uh, In the present, Garp heads outside and talks with Sengoku, reflecting that Bullet lost his way after losing Roger. Uh, The two marine heroes are very apprehensive um, about, like, the threat that is currently being posed to them. Um, And I, I don't know... I think the main thing was that uh, Bullet was a soldier and his because uh, I don't know if it's mentioned here, but the 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 guys are like, oh, his his own squad was so afraid of him, mm-hmm. they turned on him and tried to kill him. He had no friends, Dan. Uh, yeah, so that's probably part of his mindset um, in terms of why he is the way he is, why he's anti-bonding. Mm. Um, and it's actually kind of similar to what Kaido's backstory yeah. ends up being, which mm-hmm. is why these two can't coexist, probably. But... Um, so, uh, yeah. So meanwhile, a heavily injured Usopp carries uh, an unconscious Luffy trying to find help. Uh, they stop in the path of some falling debris, yeah. and Usopp, like, manages to, like, Shove deflect... a flaming pillar aside. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, like, I can't stop until you're the Pirate King, so mm-hmm. please don't die. Um, the rest of the building starts to fall on them, but Brooke arrives and saves them. Uh, with Chopper attempting to treat their injuries, uh, with Usopp ordering him to focus on treating Luffy first, as he already lost a lot of blood. Yes. Um, after receiving treatment, Luffy wakes up, and Usopp tearfully apologizing 
apologizes to him for not being strong enough to protect him. And passes out. <laughs> um, but Luffy has no issue with yeah. it, obviously, um, and just wants to take on Bullet like they can't mm-hmm. declare this a loss yet. Yes. Um, so despite Chopper's protests, Luffy activates Gear 4 and flies towards Bullet. Yeah. Uh, The Buster Call comes within view of Delta Island, and the Marines attempt to escape on a ship uh, before the attack starts uh, in in minutes. Uh, Smoker elects to stay behind on the island, and he has Hina uh, take Toshigi, Kobe, and Helmeppo away, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because clearly Smoker intends on making, like, a last stand here. And at this point, even though it's not in the notes, Sabo shows up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he he shows up. Uh, Rob Lucci is also looking mm-hmm. around the island. Uh, Hancock is looking for Luffy, yeah. and she pulls Buggy out of the wreckage of mm-hmm. the the rocks and stuff. Um, Smoker attempts to attack Bullet, but he's stopped by uh, Sabo, oh, uh, who fights him to a draw. Not not to have a legitimate fight, but to like hold on, yeah. like we can we can do this, but we gotta we gotta cool Smoke off. Smoke and flame, which. As it was established earlier in the in the series, um, those two powers cancel out, so it, the fight between the two of them would not be uh, yeah. productive. It yeah. wouldn't go anywhere. Um, unlike Ace with Akenu, where lava cancels fire out. <laughs> of course, yes. Uh, yeah. So, they then encounter uh, Hancock and Buggy. Uh, Law approaches the group, and he sees Luffy flying towards Bullet's Colossus. Uh, who just swats him away. Uh, Luffy is sent towards uh, the rest of the group with Law, and Law says that he has a plan to take down Bullet. Uh, He thinks that Bullet's creations could be weakened if they were broken apart and disconnected from the rest of this combine that he's built. Um, But uh, Bullet's powerful hockey makes it very difficult to damage, because the entire Colossus is coated in the embodiment of his willpower, basically. Uh, Law says that he can cut a gap in uh, Bullet's hockey with his abilities, um, but Luffy's like, I just want to punch him. I'm going to go do that. You guys, but you guys work on the plan. A bit repetitive, but it's Luffy. This is what Luffy always does. Yes. So it's still in line with his character. Bull in a china shop. I just felt like it should have been one less time that he went back with the same strategy again, but that's a minor complaint. Of course. I know it fits for Luffy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bullet immediately overwhelms Luffy again, sending him flying, um, but, uh, in retaliation, Hancock races up the Colossus, and, uh, <laughs> kicks, it, kicks him, breaking part of the torso. Thicker than I thought. Um, you know, forcing Bullet to, you know, take the time to reassemble the Colossus. Uh, Crocodile, <laughs> who was also waiting in the wings, uh, creates a sandstorm. Sand that's gonna get everywhere! Uh, yeah, it, well, it does, and it <laughs> prevents it from fully reforming itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Law uses room and shambles to replace parts of the Colossus uh, with rubble, uh, leaving it weak enough to attack. Uh, Sabo and Smoker are in unison, uh, attack in unison, and succeed in blowing the Colossus's right arm up. Mm -hmm. arm off. Uh, Bullet attempts to extend his shoulder to reattach the falling arm, but Rob Lucci uh, destroys it with one of his uh, uh, Rankiaku kicks. And at this point, Saji and Robin are running back to the ship. 
Mm-hmm. But Sanji, as always with all these movies, he's like, I gotta stay behind and fight someone. It's in my contract. We've gotta yes. have at least Zoro and Sanji fight once per movie. Yes. Otherwise, the fans will get really upset with us. So Robin, go ahead. And she just books it. She doesn't even, like, stop. She's like, okay, bye. Well, Robin's smart. Yeah, yeah she knows. Yeah. Um, but then there's also a thing where Buggy thinks that he blew up yeah. the arm with his Buggy balls. Mm-hmm. And, buggy balls. And he's like, of course I'm that strong. I had that hidden potential all along. Mm-hmm. Um... So, uh, Bullet is still confident that he can keep overpowering his enemies, even if he just has one arm left and gears up to attack them. Uh, though the allies are briefly discouraged, uh, Luffy is flying back in with, you know, preparing a powerful attack, and Law's group manages to perform one more combined attack which blows away a portion of the Colossus's torso. Uh, this allows Luffy, who has inflated his fist to a massive degree, uh, does a, a super King Kong or a King Kong gun, mm. um, and that's enough to break through uh, the other arm. Uh, so this giant colossus is scattered and collapses, but the main catapult robot still remains. Um, so uh, you know, like this within the catapult suit, uh, he you know bullet is getting ready to deliver another killing blow on Luffy, but as he rears back to do it, the uh, the shockwave from the previous punch activates the pop green mm-hmm. that Usopp had sent into um, Bullet's mech before, which uh, opens up as, I think it was like Vine Snake or Vine Serpent, and it basically crushes the catapult machine from within and breaks it off, mm-hmm. uh, exposing, you know... You know, it's just Douglas Bullet now. His combined thing is gone. Yes. Um, so that phase of the plan is done. Uh, following Bullet's defeat, Festa mourns over <laughs> the failure of his plan. And, uh, and uh, oh, no. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Bullet is forced out yeah. of the ship. And uh, Crocodile and, uh, you know, Rob Lucci attempt to take the eternal pose. <laughs> but Zoro and Sanji stop them. That's yes. where they come in. Uh, Bullet takes on Luffy in a brutal fist fight. That's the smash the A button fight. It is. Yeah. Uh, Tap as quickly as you can. And Bullet gets a cool little visual thing where with his Conqueror's hockey, he's, like, coated in blue, yeah. so his, like, color palette reverses, mm-hmm. and pretty cool visually, whereas Luffy is red. Uh, and do and... the thing where someone gets hit so hard, the color drains out of the anime. Yes. Yep. One Piece stable. Um, but they're, they're fighting, and, uh, you know, they're exchanging words, and, you know, Bullet's like, whatever you want to do, you're still going to have to go through me. You're not going to get there fighting for your friends. Yes. And Luffy points out that, like, okay, even if you didn't have friends, you didn't get here by <laughs> yeah. yourself. And then like, he has, you, like, a conscious moment where he's like, he's right. <laughs> I just liked fighting. Yeah, so yeah. his rivals got him to that point, mm-hmm. And Bullet reflects on that. Like, his, yeah. his need to overcome Roger was his motivating factor, mm-hmm. so he was not doing this alone. Yes. Even if it was a uh, negative relationship or a, you know, an unconventional one, like a rival, mm-hmm. it's still a relationship with somebody else, so he didn't achieve this. Mm-hmm. And that distracts him for a fraction of a second yeah. that Luffy uses to, again, punch the color out of his yes. face. Uh, so he uh, is sent hurling into the ground defeated. and defeated. Uh, following Bullet's defeat, 
Fester, uh, Fester, My Uncle Fester, Uncle Fester, uh, mourns over the failure of his plan. My beautiful streaming. Yeah, the the, the ratings are tanking. Twitch ratings tanked. Uh, Sabo comes to confront him. Yeah, that brings a <laughs> Fester brings a gun to a yeah a fire a firefight. Fight. Um, and he, uh, attempts to quickly shoot Sabo with a pistol, but pistol strike, uh, but Sabo strikes first and wipes him out with fire. Yeah. Uh, Fester realizes that Luffy probably would have been a more interesting person to, uh, get on the live stream because yeah. he can bring people to his cause, um, and draw them in mm-hmm. and keep them there, uh, unlike Bullet. So he backed the wrong person. Yes. Uh, and Sabo's like, Luffy wouldn't have teamed with you anyway because he doesn't like people like you, mm-hmm. so... Uh, in the aftermath of the fight, Luffy stands with the eternal pose in his possession, uh, with Crocodile and Luchi once again convening to get it. Uh, however, Luffy, <laughs> he, he realizes what it is and instantly destroys it, crushes it in his hands, yes. and claims that he does not need it to reach Laugh Tale. And to their credit, the rest of the villains present are like, yeah, fuck I guess, it. yeah. <laughs> so, so it was worthless. Yeah. Mm. Like, we knew we'd do that. Yeah. We're backing off. Rats. They, yeah. they depart. No one's pissed. It's like, eh, alright, whatever. Uh, he and his crewmates make it uh, back to the Sunny, uh, but their escape route is blocked by the incoming Buster Call fleet. However, the other members of the Worst Generation start sailing out ahead as, like, a vanguard, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, they pose a greater challenge to the Buster Call. Sabo returns to the Revolutionary's ship, uh, which has rescued Anne, and asks Anne if she can form a certain illusion using her drawing powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the pirates sail out, Kizaru attempts to attack them, uh, but he is blocked by Sabo creating a giant wall of fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, the firewall also gives the pirates a safe passageway through the fleet, and as Luffy looks back, he sees that Sabo uh, is now standing alongside an illusion of Ace. Well, well there we go. To give yep, Luffy the fans a, what they want. a proper sense. So yep. Ace gets a cameo, mm-hmm. and Luffy gets a little reminder. Yep. Um, additionally, Smoker contacts Kizaru and orders him, or asks him, can't order yeah. him, asks him to stop the Buster Call because there are still Marines on the island who mm-hmm. haven't been evacuated. And Kizaru's like, we assume, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in a post credit scene, uh, it is revealed that Roger had disapproved of his uh, subordinates, of uh, one of his subordinates making an eternal pose to Laugh Tale, and he threw it into the ocean. Uh, saying that the One Piece could not be obtained by someone who would take a shortcut to get yeah, to it. Yeah, take a shortcut. Uh, in the present, the Straw Hats find yeah. out about it, and that Luffy destroyed it, and uh, most of them are shocked, but Usopp is like, you know, that's what Luffy was going to do anyway, because he wants to go on the adventure. I'm going on an adventure, Dad! Which is character development, because uh, in the series itself, uh, Usopp actually tried to get Raleigh to explain how to get to the One Piece back Mm -hmm. in the day, and Luffy had to stop him, like, no, we're not doing that. No easy way into it. We ought to do this the right way. Mm -hmm. Um, And the crew sails on. Yeah. Bringing this movie to a close. It did, yeah. Wonderful film. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, it had a lot of kooky characters with Mm -hmm. quirky powers fighting each other. It was nicely animated. Mm -hmm. It didn't drag. It, it was a little bit... I feel like we could have cut maybe ten minutes out of it mm-hmm. and been a better thing and given, uh, you know, some of the other Straw Hats a little something more to do. Yes. Because I know Nami's just on the ship. Brooke is just like a spirit for mm-hmm. half the movie calling out for Luffy. But it was good, you know. I'm eating my my crow again. You're eating crow. Yep. It's, it's yep. uh... Yeah, but uh, yeah. buffalo uh, dipped at this point. I but... just think it's so... 
I mean, it's for Oda's sake. I mean, it's a lot of characters to keep consistent in the fan's eye, too. And he seems to do it wonderfully. Has no problem with it. Yeah. And he's he's the best. And they never really kill anyone. They kill off a few, but not like... There's a a surplus of people. Very sparingly. Mm -hmm. Another reason I love the series is that it's not... And it, again, yeah. it works for some series. It works yeah. for in the context of things that need to, you know, show how brutal a given conflict is. Mm-hmm. But in One Piece, 99% of the characters get to stick around. Yeah, even the villains, they yeah. come back and they get their own little arcs, which I enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I judge too harshly the One Piece. Perhaps. Yeah, I mock. I did not expect today to turn Yeah, out I know, this right? This is We're the, just full of surprises, huh? This is the real One Piece, yeah, I really, think. <laughs> Dan came dressed as three One Piece characters to my bedside last night, and I had a change of heart. <laughs> yeah, so, it's still it's still podcasting, <laughs> right? Yes. The spirits did it all. I haven't missed it. Um, but no, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think this is a very fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, Z remains my favorite, but mm-hmm. I... I I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, like it's a very fun ride yep. and a solid recommendation. Especially if you want like a big... If you've watched the series for a little bit, yes. you get a big, nice cavalcade of all of these characters showing up. Yeah. And they're all vibrant. They all stand out. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's part of the magic of One Piece, I yep. think. So, can't speak it up enough. Mm. Uh, but uh, where can our listeners reach us oh. if they so choose? Well, you can find me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter, uh, Losing My Mind JK also on the TikTok. Then follow my other two podcasts, being Nightcaps at the Theater, where me and a couple friends get a little drizzy drunk. And then if you like classic literature, well, that isn't One Piece. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can check out Drink and Read the podcast. And uh, Dan, what about you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at King underscore Danis, where all of our uh, Pokemon art and other podcast <laughs> things will be posted, mm-hmm. uh, as well as our Anime Was Not a Mistake uh, Facebook page. Yes, we know you're listening, so yeah. yay! Woohoo! Huh? Summer of Anime continues. And we hope to we hope to keep that energy going, yep. even as the summer comes to a close. Mm-hmm. We've got many ideas on the table. Uh, we got things cooking. Yeah. Um, so we hope that you'll come along for the voyage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, next week, mm-hmm. we're ending another voyage. Where yes. one begins, another ends, Dan. Uh, we've got a finale of epic proportions. The world is at stake. It seems like the villains have won in Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. But we still got four episodes left. And, mm-hmm. I mean, not many people died yet. Well, technically, everyone died. But yes. <laughs> but... Yeah, in the uh, the Evangelion yeah. uh, endgame thing that yeah. they got going on, so... So will it end with uh, the Elric brothers sitting in a chair, surrounded by their peers, going, congratulations? I don't know. I don't Maybe. think so. I don't yeah. a bad feeling. <laughs> we'll see, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check that out, I guess. <laughs> I'm worried about that eyeball guy. Mm. <laughs> Anime was not a mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weave horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. 
If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Lost.